Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rhythms Podcast. My name is Jordan Lohman. And I'm Spencer Lohman, and we are doing an episode together. We are so thankful that you took time to listen to the Rhythms Podcast. Our hope and desire is that we are having conversations around the unforced rhythms of grace and cultivating spaces for renewal and for formation and obedience in this um, disordered and chaotic time that we're in. And we encourage you, if you enjoy this podcast, would you give it a review as well as follow or subscribe? Um, but we're thankful that you have tuned in today. And Jordan and I are excited to be having this conversation together. Absolutely. So in thinking about what to um, just bring to your attention this week, what rhythm to dive into here together, we can't help but recognize at this point we are in mid-November. Christmas is right around the corner. And what better rhythm or spiritual practice to discuss than the practice of blessing, to bless one? Yeah, this is a time for us to think about Uh, what it looks like for us to practice blessing or to bless. Um, I know Jordan and I have read a wonderful, very short book by a missiologist by the name of Michael Frost. And in his book, it's called Surprise the World. He looks at five habits of highly missional people. And he uses an acronym, which is BELLS, B-E-L-L-S. And the B stands for bless or to be a blessing and the encouragement that he gives the readers, and we will give you out, out the gate, really is that you would be intentional in the coming week, or really each week, hopefully, to bless three different people. And may one of those people be someone outside of your close social network. Would it be someone who maybe you've never met before, or someone out at the grocery store, or someone in the uh, coffee shop or wherever it may be. But what would it look like for you to practice blessing up to three people or more, but at least three people each week? And so our desire today is to just kind of explore what is a blessing and what does it mean to bless? Uh, as a rhythm and as a practice. Yes, I love that we went ahead and put the practice out there, as you said, out the gate. Out the gate. (laughs) We're we're two minutes in. There's the practice for you. Yes, but now to dive into the why. So what does it mean to bless? Uh, When you look at kind of the original translation and meaning of the word bless in scripture, I see a couple of different um, kind of word definitions here. One is to empower, to strengthen. Another is to speak well of, to praise. Uh, Spencer, you said the word encouragement there, and that's something that I saw a lot in my studies. I think, too, what I noticed is in the New Testament in particular, uh, the word to bless or bless uh, really seemed to do a lot around language, which I thought uh, was interesting because when I think of blessings, I usually think of tangible of items. Gifts, <laughs> yes. Who doesn't love gifts? Which I think, and we'll <laughs> get into this later, but Michael Frost in his book speaks to that as well. But to recognize, uh, to bless someone, that really there's a lot around our words and our language that contributes to that. So what does bless mean to empower, to strengthen, to speak well of, and to praise? Uh, Now we're going to look at why blessing is important. 
Well, in this time and season that we're in, I think we all can attest to the fact, especially with the politicized moment coming out of the election, um, it is a tense moment in society, and it seems as though people have become much more violent with words, um, whether in a passive way and just throwing slander and shame on social media or um, behind others' backs. So even the idea of to bless someone being so tightly connected to language, I think would be a subversive way of living in this current climate and moment where people are so quick to um, put down others and to shame and to um, just degrade with words. Um, what a subversive act to um, use your words as a means of um, loving someone well, to honor them, to praise them, to um, just be able to bless them. So um, the why behind that, for one, we as individuals, especially as followers of the way of Jesus, we have been blessed. Uh, we have been blessed by God himself. Uh, we've been blessed by the person of Jesus and his work on the cross. And we've been blessed by the teacher and the advocate that is the Holy Spirit within us um, who comes to empower us to live in fullness and obedience and, and brings comfort. Um, that, is, that is the root why. We are blessed to be a blessing. And so um, blessing is almost something that passes through us. Um, God blesses us and it passes through us into the world. I really think um, the idea of being salt and light in the world um, is very closely tied to being a blessing to um, bring a different approach to how we treat one another in this world with with no hope for anything to be done in return. Um, it is a manifestation of kindness. And um, I think that for us is what roots all of it. Even the Old Testament to, to bless um, almost literally means to kneel um, or to praise or to honor um, Yahweh. And out of that, um, we then are empowered in that encounter to, to bless others or to speak well of others um, or even to uh, display acts of kindness. But at the end of the day, we bless others because we have been blessed. I love that, Spencer, and it reminds me of our liturgy that we would recite together uh, every week as we met together, that God has blessed us to be a blessing. And uh, I think that that originally actually stems out of, if I'm not mistaken, Zechariah 8, uh, that really tells a story around uh, the receipt of the blessing and then that, um, I guess, compelling us to then bless others. So I would encourage you to dive into that on your own time. You also mentioned, Spencer, kind of this idea of um, just the positivity or language, good language being so subversive in our culture today. And that does feel so evident in um, just all that's taken place over the last couple of months. I even yesterday was out to um, get pizza and with everything COVID related, masks, there's just so much tension. Um, we all want to protect ourselves. Some of us want to protect those of us around us. And, and getting pizza just saw a little bit of a tiff in front of me. And you could just feel the tension in the room. Um, it was already 
already high, but rising is folks who didn't even know each other started to argue about how your mask should fit your face and what's appropriate and so on and so forth. And I, I just really sense that now more than ever, um, this is a way to practice an upside down kingdom, a countercultural kingdom, uh, and separate, not necessarily separate, but to um, look different than the world around mm-hmm. us, perhaps to, to be set apart. Yeah. And, and a perfect example uh, of experiencing um, a blessing. Uh, yesterday, I um, was waiting at the um, car place, getting my car serviced, and uh, a young girl walked through and she made a comment about how she liked my outfit and my <laughs> shoes. And uh, Jordan's laughing because it's funny, but uh, and I did put a lot of thought into it. But I was like, wow, that really... Like that made a difference. That that gave me a little bit of energy for the day, and I felt loved and I felt uh, valued. And I didn't even know this girl. She just said she liked my shoes and my outfit, and I was like, "Wow, that's a that's a blessing." Um, but even when you hear someone say, um, "So and so speaks highly of you," right. that is a blessing. That what that's what it means to bless. So um, when it comes to practicing. Um, blessing. It is a subversive, countercultural way of living, especially with our words. And words matter. Words can do great encouragement and empowerment, and, and words can also tear down and destroy. Uh, and again, in a, in a digital age and social media, we can say things in the comfort of our own home, on social media, on a news feed, where there is zero accountability whatsoever. And what a subversive practice would it be for, you know, each week you think of a person to just on your social media, on Facebook, you make a post just saying how awesome that person is and how thankful you are for them or you saw them do something and you just wanted to applaud them when no one else saw it but you did um, that's empowering and that th- I think that is a way of contributing to flourishing and the common good and um, there are people in this world let's be honest who are lonely who are depressed who are anxious who are mad angry frustrated you name it because they've been hurt in some way or they're experiencing fear and to just give a blessing even if it's just a word um, I think is a way of reshaping someone's trajectory in a day. It's amazing how just some words can reorient a person's day by just saying, you know what, um, you're awesome and I think you're fantastic or um, you have done a great job in the office re- uh, recently or I've noticed your hard work or um, you know what, you are so brilliant. I don't know if anyone's ever told you, but you're so smart. Uh, or I really appreciate your sense of humor, or you have a great outfit on. Whatever it is, it does, I think, reorient a person's day. Maybe even their entire week or their entire season. You don't know what someone's going through and the power that words may have to encourage or even to destroy. So I think, again, blessing is something for us to slow down and ask ourselves, how are we being a blessing? Absolutely. And I think uh, I'm reminded of uh, truth here in Proverbs 16:24, proverbial truth here. Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. So mm-hmm. as you gave us there examples of uh, ways to bless people in different arenas, and some may be random, some may be in the workplace, in the home, whatever. I just, I feel like that could create a sense of being known, being mm-hmm. seen, being valued. valued. Yeah. Yes. And just such a beautiful 
thing to think about. Um, so how do we practice blessing? Uh, Spencer had mentioned earlier this book by Michael Frost that we've read. He gave us a charge for um, blessing three people a week uh, to live as a highly missional person. But but how do we exactly practice that? What could that potentially look like? Uh, Michael Frost says that there are three forms uh, to practice blessing, the first of which is words of affirmation. Mm. So Spencer just gave us a lot of examples uh, of ways to bless someone with your words and an encouraging tone uh, to notice something about their wear, their actions, their being, etc., and to share words of affirmation. Two would be acts of kindness. Mm-hmm. I've also heard this reference as acts of service. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer did the dishes for me last night, and it was an incredible act of kindness. Um, what's so fascinating, not fascinating, but heavy about that statement is we had quite a few dishes to do, but you may recognize other acts of service in the world around you. Maybe it's helping someone carry grocery to their cars. Maybe it's opening a door. It could be simple. It could be big. It could be uh, everything in between. And then last, the third of the um, ways to practice blessing is gifts. Um, To provide a gift to someone. And I would say in the same light, this could be small. Uh, This could be um, getting a coffee for someone or um, paying for someone's meal behind you. Yeah. Fast food, like getting someone's four for four who's yeah. behind you at Wendy's. I will say I tried to do that one time at Chick-fil-A and someone must have had a work order and it was like 60 some dollars. So, you know, just ask first how much the order is behind you. But um, gifts, I mean, can range anywhere on the spectrum. But I think there's something, as I mentioned earlier, about noticing a person, noticing a need. And in that, they will feel known and loved and valued. Uh, Frost would say that the value here that we're practicing is generosity, but the habit or action that stems from that generosity is blessing. So what is the root of the blessing that you're providing people either through word or act or gift? Is it about you or is it about them? Are you blessed to be a blessing? And I think thinking about that value mixed with the action, what we're talking about really is generous giving is a blessing. So generous giving is a blessing, whether that's giving words or that's giving or given deeds. Um, That is the kind of connection point there. It's generous giving. And what I love too about um, this idea of generosity and then being able to bless others is the hope that we have for you is that um, not only does it stem from generosity, but it, it comes through the Spirit, that the Holy Spirit is prompting us. And there is a level of discernment that takes place where you um, notice a need, you sense something that maybe you need to speak truth into and share. I know, Sensor, you've used this example a lot, but um, we say perhaps that words don't carry too much weight, but the first time someone tells you, um, you're dumb, Jordan, you're dumb, you don't know anything. I'm like, no, I'm not dumb. I, I know a couple of things, at least. The second time someone tells me I'm dumb, I'm like, I don't think I'm dumb. Why do people keep telling me I'm dumb? And by the third time, it's like, I'm definitely dumb. Everyone thinks I'm dumb. So to recognize the world that you mentioned earlier, Spencer, around us being um, highly negative mm-hmm. and um, just honestly challenging to be a part of, We don't know what folks are going through day in and day out. So as you pass someone on the street that looks down and the Lord gives you discernment to speak life into them, that is an opportunity to bless them. Yeah, I think that's a helpful tool for us to be discerning 
of what does it look like for us to bless? What is that person experiencing right now? And don't miss out on that momentary opportunity for obedience and to respond, um, to think about those who are less fortunate, those on the margins, those who um, are experiencing injustices in the world or downtrodden or frustrated or are sad um, and, and speak life into them. Words have life. Think about this. God created the world with words. It was words that created life itself, the logos. And uh, it's just important to think about. Again, as Jordan mentioned, life around us, society is so negative. And uh, negative emotion is viral on the internet right now. Uh, Fear-mongering is everywhere. But what an opportunity to be a non-anxious presence and speak life, to do something kind for someone. And, and maybe even you say quickly why. You know, I, I just want you to know that I'm doing this because I've been blessed to be a blessing. Uh, the Lord loves me, so I want to just love you well. Um, I think that helps anchor the deed or the, the word. Um, send a text to someone this week. Send an email. Write a handwritten note to someone. Uh, it will make a massive impact. Um, with that being said, I want to read Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 through 26 as kind of a blessing or a benediction of sort in this week's podcast, um, where it says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. We thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Rhythms Podcast and encourage you in the coming week to bless three people in word, in act, or in deed. Grace and peace to you. Thank you.